Welcome to the Boss Auto Show. Buying or selling your vehicle during the pandemic is certainly different, but it doesn't have to be complicated. The staff at Boss Auto Sales in Quincy has years of experience, knowledge, and stories to share with you. Find out what the local car market is like and what you can do to help secure yourself the best deals here on the Boss Auto Show. Good afternoon. I'm your moderator for the Boss Auto Show season. With me is the manager of Boss Auto Group in Quincy, Charlie Zeltner. He will be answering questions for us over the next 45 or so minutes about car repair. You can visit Boss Auto website at www.bossautogroup.com. It is B O S A U T O G R O U P. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. This month, Boss Auto has a lot of special deals that we post on social media. Do not miss them. Follow at B O S A A U T O. If you missed our previous show, you can always find it online. Google Boss Auto Show podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform. Hi, Charlie. Nice to have you again on Boss Auto Show. How are you? Good afternoon, season. It's a pleasure to be here. I love doing these. These are fun. Continuing where we left off last week, we are talking about car repair and especially the right to repair today. To begin with, is it necessary to always have service with a franchise dealership? Is a franchise dealer or an independent mechanic better for service? That's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful question.、Um, let's use me as an example. Okay, I I take my cars generally to an independent mechanic. However, I also sometimes have to take my car to a franchise dealership.、Um, I but the most important thing is the I know both the service advisor very very well at the franchise dealership, and I know the mechanic very well who's working on my car. They know me, I know them, and、uh, I listen to their advice. Can you give some examples under what circumstances would you go to an independent mechanic? Sure, be more than happy to.、Um, again, my choice. But what I found is、uh, it's efficient to have an inde- independent mechanic do the uh, basic uh, maintenance and repairs, such as an oil change or a tire rotation, or、uh, sometimes you know just a, a brake job, something like that, where it's generally、uh, an easier repair to do. Uh, when it goes to a franchise dealership, is that it really exceeds the capability? Doesn't mean the independent mechanic is a bad mechanic by any stretch of the imagination. However, the franchise dealership might need to hook it up to the computer.、Uh, it might need to update a、uh, software program or something like that. Or the independent mechanic looks at me and square in the eye and says,、uh, "This has got to go to Jeep." <laughs> Yeah, and why does a franchise dealer always charge a lot more than a mecha- mechanic? Oh, that's actually very easy to、uh, talk about.、Uh, again, this is the reason. These are the reasons.、Um, first of all, the manufacturer. 
uh, tells the franchise dealership, because it is a franchise, just like McDonald's is a franchise, this is the building you will have, these are the tools you will buy, these are the subscriptions to our software, the uh, manufacturer's software, you will buy every year, uh, you will buy our parts, and you will only stock our parts. So... Uh, what has to happen is because of what the manufacturer has set forth, the dealership has to charge what seems to be more money, right? Because the investment is much, much higher. Speaking of parts, is my car supposed to be repaired using original factory parts only? Not necessarily, and this is your choice, and it's not an easy question to answer, but I can give you a couple of examples, okay? Um, let's take uh, wiper blades, for example. I can buy wiper blades for my car uh, that will operate perfectly and correctly for six months. Wiper blades last about six months for $20 to $30 for a pair. Um, I can also go to a franchise dealership and they are $60 to $70 a pair. Now, I did a little experiment, okay, truth be told. Okay, so I bought the OEM or original equipment manufacturer wiper blades, okay, I am now on seven months with those wiper blades, and they're still working fine. The other ones wore out at about five months. So I'm doing my own little experiment. Uh, we'll see when they wear out to see if it was a good good value. Um, there are certain areas where I would use aftermarket parts, but there are certain areas that I absolutely would not use aftermarket parts, and that could be a session unto itself. Uh, when you take your car in for an oil change, um, oil filters generally, air filters generally, and cabin air filters generally, if you're using a name brand, they are interchangeable. Okay. There are exceptions to that rule. Uh, that's not a blanket statement, but generally uh, I choose to use an OEM uh, filter for my oil, but I use aftermarket air filters and cabin air filters. Okay. And can insurance companies decide which shop to go? Can they decide to use aftermarket replacement parts for my repair? Okay, we're talking about uh, body shop work after a collision or other type of uh, physical loss. Okay. Uh, first, you'd have to read, and no one ever does this, you'd have to read your um, policy. Okay, Now, about a year ago, I suffered a, uh, unfortunately, like other people have, a, uh, I was on Interstate 93 and there was a rear-end collision. Okay. Um, the uh, car, uh, my car, my Jeep, wasn't badly damaged, but what had happened was um, I took it to uh, Mike's Auto Body, and we had discussed the, uh, the situation. Uh, the other insurance company decided to use aftermarket parts for everything. In fact, it was going to use a... a uh, you, um, the rear bumper fascia was going to be a used part. 
Um, ordinarily, um, I wouldn't have a problem with that, um, but unfortunately, fit and finish is very, very important. What ultimately happened was, and this was negotiated, we used an aftermarket rear bumper fascia, but there was damage to the right exhaust. Uh, I dug my heels in because I do not want an aftermarket part on the exhaust system of that car. That's not a good thing to do. Okay, apart from exhaust, what are some other vital parts you would recommend to go with OEM? Okay. Certainly, absolutely anything to do with safety. Um, Seatbelts, airbags, any structural component uh, must be, absolutely must be OEM and not used, okay? Um, if it's a trim part, when I say a trim part, a body panel or something like that, it really depends on the age of the vehicle. Let's say, for example, Boss Auto trades a car, okay? And in the greater Boston area, obviously, we have a number of um, uh, you know, cars that will have damage on its uh, bumpers. That's the plastic bump, what we call the bumper fascia, okay? Now, let's say I am doing a 2013 Nissan Altima, okay, that I have to replace that little piece of plastic and paint, okay? Uh, at wholesale, an aftermarket part, which fits fine, is perfectly serviceable, brand new, is about $175. I want to go to Nissan, it's going to cost me $900, okay? There's no structural component of it. It fits fine, it'll last the life of the car. So why would I want to sentence a customer to pay $900 more for the car when he or she doesn't need to, all right? Now, here's the other side of the coin. Let's say you have a late model Mercedes, uh, you know, an expensive one, right? That's all aluminum body, okay? Those parts are very, very expensive. There, are, there aren't that many aftermarket parts, but if I owned a motor vehicle like that or we are redoing a car like that, you're absolutely right. Those parts are coming from Mercedes-Benz, absolutely 100%. Cool. Good. Uh, good to know these. And uh, uh, let's now talk about the right to repair. The recent election in November is a landmark in history, with a new record of 76% voter turnout in Massachusetts. While we have got Joe Biden as our president-elect, more than 3.6 million ballots were cast also on the question one. Charlie, have you been paying attention to this question? Oh, yes, absolutely. And when it was a question a few years ago as well, absolutely been paying attention to it because it drives our business, okay? You know, even if you're just a car dealer without uh, without um, a service facility, you're still going to have to, as a dealer, recondition these cars. So it's going to impact your bottom line. Absolutely. I've been paying attention. The ballot measure states this proposed law would require that motor vehicle owners and independent repair facilities be provided with expanded access to mechanical data related to vehicle maintenance and repair. How do you understand this proposal? Okay. 
the if we distill it down and uh, try to remove all the politics from it, because there was uh, it was horrifying what I saw, quite frankly, on both sides of this uh, and all the TV ads and things like that. Um, to create a level playing field, to make it fair, okay, what it basically stated back then was an independent mechanic would have access to the onboard data of the motor vehicle, okay? What it also stated was the independent mechanic would also have to pay that manufacturer a license fee for the software to read and interpret this data. Now, um, what happened on this prop was moving a little, little more forward. Recently, what manufacturers have done is included software in the computer system of the cars that will tell you, the owner, well, it's time for an oil change, okay? What it'll also do is tell your dealer it needs an oil change. So what it's figuring out is you're going to get some type of communication from the dealer to take it to dealer X for an oil change or maintenance or whatever, okay? What, what happens if, well, I don't want to take it to a dealer. Why can't, uh, you know, Joe's Garage contact me, all right? That's part of this whole thing. It's a level playing field. It's up to you, the consumer, and I'm very passionate about this, where you take your car for repair. The way I look at it is a lot of people do maintain their cars. Some people don't. Um, it should be up to you, your choice, where you're taking your car to have it repaired. It's as simple as that. And this stuff about GPS and all that, I mean, you'd have to be literally a NASA scientist to get into the actual line code to actually decipher this. Um, it's... It, for a reasonable person, it's really not an issue. I'm seasoned along with Charlie Zeltner, and we'll have more Boss Auto Show in less than a minute, here on 95.9 WATD. So, you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle? Buy it at Boss Auto. Boss Auto in Quincy has a fantastic selection of pre-owned vehicles, both luxury and economic. BMW, Audi, and Porsche, Honda, Toyota, and Nissan. They search nationally for the very best vehicles so you can drive home with the best value. And right now at Boss Auto, you can get behind the wheel of the pre-owned vehicle of your dreams with affordable finance rates, maybe even lower than three. That's right, meaning just a few hundred bucks a month. Visit BossAutoGroup.com. BOSAutoGroup.com and check out their huge selection of pre-owned vehicles. They'll buy your car, take your trade, or even work on consignment. Boss Auto has an incredible lineup of domestic and foreign vehicles, even rare finds like Ferrari. Search online and see for yourself why you should book your next car buying experience with Boss Auto. They're open for appointments Monday through Friday, 10 to 7. Book yours at BossAutoGroup.com. BossAutoGroup.com. I'm Susan, your moderator, continuing our discussion with Charlie Zeltner here on the Boss Auto Show. You can visit Boss Auto website at www.bossautogroup.com. It's B-O-S-A-U-T-O-G-R-O-U-P. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Boss Auto. If you missed our previous show, you can always find it online. Google Boss Auto Show podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform.
For those who just joined us, today we are talking about car repair and the right to repair. So among these discussion, the key word we could hear around would be the right to repair. What does it mean? Right to repair simply states that you should have the right to take your motor vehicle to the mechanic of your choice. It just makes good sense. In other words, just like you can go to whatever food market you want, uh, you can shop for a computer system wherever you want, you're still the consumer, you still own the vehicle, and you should have the choice to have the car repaired at your place. By the way, Susan, I, I missed an answer to a question you asked at the top of the show. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. It had to do with uh, body shop repair. And do you have the right to choose your body shop? Yep. Or can an insurance company tell you where to go? An insurance company can suggest where you might want to go. But at the end of the day, it is your right as a consumer in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts to take it to the body shop of your choice period, end of sentence. No, you do not need three estimates, not at all, okay? I'm sorry about it, I missed that question. No problem, Um, these two questions are just uh, about the same answer. Uh, The right to repair should be one of the basic rights, right? And in Massachusetts, the right to repair initiative passed with overwhelmingly voter support in 2012. That first-in-the-nation piece of legislation was implemented in 2013, forcing automakers to supply independent repair shops access to the same vehicle diagnostic and repair information available to their authorized dealerships. An important term in this year's new proposal is telematics. What exactly is telematics? Sure, we kind of touched on that a little earlier, but telematics is actually the word. A lot of cars uh, have something called a, you've seen that 911 button on your uh, rearview mirror or SOS or something like that. That's a great example of telematics. You push that button, oh my goodness, what happens is just nothing short of amazing, okay? Uh, But... (coughs) With respect to what we're talking about, it's the interchange of information, literally two ways, between the car and the manufacturer or whoever or whomever is receiving it at that point in time. And that's the essence of what's going on. If you as a consumer want, as I said, go to Joe's Garage, will you be able to direct it that information to Joe's Garage and will they receive it? That's the essence of it. And can they communicate back to the car? Based on what you said, I would understand it as a remote diagnostics. Like with it, new cars are gonna be computers on wheels, right? Absolutely, they are now. Oh, absolutely. Last last check, on an average motor vehicle, there are approximately 18 different computers, seriously big computer systems in a car. A PCM, an ECM, a TCM, all that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, power control module, transmission control module, body control module. And it's just an amazing, you know, the the joke in the business now is uh, these are rolling computers. They're not cars anymore. <laughs> oh, I see. They have already been computers oh, on yes. wheels. Mm-hmm. 
With about 75% voters said yes, the question one was approved. In other words, the original right to repair law would be updated to expand the kind of data that mechanics and consumers can see with model year 2022. What is your reaction to this result, Charlie? I support it 100%, uh, but with anything good, we have to be cautious, okay? Um, there's an awful lot more education that everyone needs, so much so that, in other words, you wouldn't give your, uh, your bank, uh, you know, you're online with your bank, you wouldn't give your password out to just anybody. Well, the same with this, okay? You don't just want to give out that information. It has nothing to do with home address or anything like that because uh, falling into the wrong hands, much like any piece of information, is bad. So what we need to do now is the manufacturers, the franchise dealers, and the independent mechanics need to come together and publish useful information on how to manage this so it makes sense to the consumers. It's our obligation. Do you have any expectation regarding this proposal? I hope we can finally remove the politics from it. Um, my expectation is properly managed uh, by Massachusetts Auto Automobile Dealers Association. It would seem to me that they'd want to take a lead in this to uh, manage it so customers and uh, consumers can understand what's going on. Um, is there such a thing as the ability to turn this off? I remember when the first black box went into uh, a car, it was kept very, very quiet. I don't think it was done intentionally, but every car since, I'm trying to get the date, and I honestly might forget, but I believe it was 2005, if I'm not mistaken, much like a black box in an aircraft, it remembers parameters of the last typically 20 seconds to 30 seconds. Uh, if your car is involved in a crash, you know, were you wearing your seatbelt? What was the position of the car? Was your foot on the brake, foot on the gas? And if you are in a crash, the uh, police department can actually get that data. All right? You need a court order, but it can be done. So we're giving away some of our freedoms in view of making stuff better. But, you know, I always have uh, any dealership is got strict obligations of making sure customer private data keeps it just that private. Yeah, um, you have some concern about privacy uh, regarding this proposal. I do. Um, I've done a ton of research, and there are some areas that are vague. Um, for example. Um, you know, my computer at home, for example, or even my computer at work, it's got that uh, uh, little camera at the very top. Right? I'm generally a private person, so to make sure that the, com the camera can't see anything, I put a little piece of black tape on it, okay? I don't know if I can put a piece of black tape on this. If I choose not to share my information, I want to make sure it is not shared. That's my right. 
again, there's nothing sinister or hideous that's going to happen, but I don't need more marketing materials. I don't need a yeah. flyer. I don't need more emails, okay? Let me manage it. Let the consumer manage it, but the consumer has to be educated in how to manage it. So would we be able to turn off like the information collection on our cars? We'll leave that for another time, and I promise I do, I'll do the research. I have no idea, but my suspicion is probably not. But let me do the research on that. Okay, yeah, hopefully we get to choose. Mm -hmm. So do you think it is a good news for independent car dealerships and auto body shops like Boss Auto to see that Question 1 was approved? Oh, absolutely, because, you know, let's say we're getting a car ready for... Um, uh, car ready for sale, okay? And um, we now have the choice of are we going to repair it in-house or do we have to sublet it or sub it out to a dealership? You know, we have a great reputation with dealerships, uh, but when we have to pay that kind of money, it increases the ultimate purchase price of the car. But, you know, with, with the right tools and information, a good quality mechanic, whether it's franchised or independent, can affect the same repair. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that um, independent auto body shops may still need to pay uh, quite a good price regarding the, the information. But it is still a progress, right? Oh, absolutely. Now, um, you know, some, a lot of people don't know this, but at one dealership I worked at, <laughs> it was a domestic dealership, the annual subscription to the software needed for repair was a quarter of a million dollars. That's a wow. lot of repairs you got to make and a lot of cars you got to sell just for that. Forget insurance, forget lights, forget payroll, forget rent, all that kind of stuff. So this is, this is why you see repair or labor rates of $160, $170 an hour. If you think your mechanic is making $200,000 a year, that's definitely not the case. No. If you think the dealership, uh, the, the dealer principal, the owners, getting rich, <laughs> no. It's not happening, so. I see. So that also explains why those franchise dealerships charge so much. Yeah. Um, again, everybody that sells something or is in business is to make a profit. What we try to do is keep it to what was a reasonable profit or a fair profit. Otherwise, we're not in business. I wouldn't expect anybody to work for free. Uh, you know, when I go meet with my accountant or, you know, an attorney or, or my doctor, okay, it's not cheap. It really isn't. But I'm soliciting their advice through their education. It's the same with me. When somebody comes in to see me about a, uh, you know, selling a car, buying a car, a problem with a car, or advice, you know, I'll, I'll do my best. But again, no one, no one works for free. Yeah, I guess it, it still takes some time to really level the playing field, especially with such a huge subscription fee for the information. Oh, gosh, yes, yes. This is, um, again, running a dealership, whether it's an independent or franchise, is extraordinarily expensive. But what people don't understand, what people, few people understand is 
In the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, and this is going back three years now because I don't have an update, 22% of the uh, 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 sales in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and it was due to car dealerships or allied services. So one out of $5 spent in this was, you know, insurance and uh, loans and all that kind of stuff. Keeps the economy going. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, how about consumers? Is it also protecting normal consumers like me? Oh, gosh, yeah, absolutely. Because when you have a choice, your consumer rights are protected. Uh, when you can actually read or solicit uh, good advice on how you should react or do in a purchase, that's good. When things are kept quiet or you can't find the information or nobody knows the answer, that is always bad, not just in the car business. I'm season along with Charlie Zeltner, and we'll have more Boss Auto Show in less than a minute, here on 95.9 WATD. So, you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle? Buy it at Boss Auto. Boss Auto in Quincy has a fantastic selection of pre-owned vehicles, both luxury and economic. BMW, Audi, and Porsche, Honda, Toyota, and Nissan. They search nationally for the very best vehicles so you can drive home with the best value. And right now at Boss Auto, you can get behind the wheel of the pre-owned vehicle of your dreams with affordable finance rates, maybe even lower than three. That's right, meaning just a few hundred bucks a month. Visit BossAutoGroup.com. BOSAutoGroup.com and check out their huge selection of pre-owned vehicles. They'll buy your car, take your trade, or even work on consignment. Boss Auto has an incredible lineup of domestic and foreign vehicles, even rare finds like Ferrari. Search online and see for yourself why you should book your next car buying experience with Boss Auto. They're open for appointments Monday through Friday, 10 to 7. Book yours at BossAutoGroup.com. BossAutoGroup.com. Season, your moderator, continuing our discussion with Charlie Zeltner here on the Boss Auto Show. You can visit Boss Auto website at www.bossautogroup.com. It is B O S A U T O G R O U P. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at B O S A U T O. If you missed our previous show, you can always find it online. Google Boss Auto Show podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform. For those who has just joined us, today we are talking about car repair and the right to repair. So you mentioned that um, the right to repair also protecting normal consumers like me. And um, could it bring down the cost for consumers? Sure. As long as there is competition, and this is just basic macroeconomics, as long as there is competition, that will uh, typically uh, show a reduction in price. Could you imagine if there was, in the town that you live in, just one gasoline station? You know, it's not the two or three on the corner, but just one gasoline station. It's going to charge anything you can get. But with the competition, obviously, yes, absolutely. Um, but you mentioned about the high fee, uh, and also the uh, we might need some time to get the law really into re- uh, rea- reality. Uh, would you expect a long time to see the price going down? 
I think that when we have the uh, law take effect in 2022, that all the legwork will have been done um, and that we should see economies of scale. Now, you've referred to the price coming down. I would guess just professionally that the prices will stabilize because don't forget that um, if again, the hypothetical Joe's Garage has to spend $15,000 for a one-month subscription just to one manufacturer, your prices aren't going to come down. Uh, That person, the owner, is going to have to make the decision, do I really want to do this, or am I going to continue to change oil, or am I going to specialize? What we've seen in the greater Boston area are uh, a number of places, independents, that specialize in one manufacturer. You know, it could be a Mercedes, could be a BMW, could be an Audi, VW kind of thing, that they've become specialists in that one manufacturer, interestingly enough. And I think you're going to see some more of that. That's what's going to be interesting about it. So you would s- expect more specialized uh, uh, independence gar- garages? Yes, right? I, I would expect that. That's what I think going to happen. I would love to hear some experiences about selecting a reliable auto body shop. How can you find a good garage that won't take advantage of you and fix your car right the first time on time? Perfect. Um, first of all, as I mentioned before, um, you know, Mike's Auto Body in Braintree, Massachusetts uh, worked for me uh, because I had that collision and they got everything taken care of, worked it out. Uh, I was very, very pleased with the repair. Um, But to answer your question really directly is when you go in and you're selecting whether it's body or uh, mechanical repair, meet with the people. Listen to your gut. Do I trust this person? I mean, everybody makes the jokes about car dealers and all that, and, and, you know, I'll I'll chuckle and go, ha-ha. But you know as an adult that I don't like this person versus, oh, my God, I'd love to have this person over for dinner, okay? Obviously, you want to keep it more towards the I want to have this person over for dinner where you like, trust, and respect that person because he or she is going to have your best interests at heart. That's how businesses are built. If it's just a, uh, you know, a casual kind of thing where there's no real interest in it, it's more transactional. That's not good. I mean, I, I can't. I've been going to the same independent mechanic for, oh, goodness me, since I moved here 10, 11 years ago now. Um, it's like almost an old married couple takes the car in, he gives me a bill at the end of it, and says, "I'll see you in six months or whatever it is." That's how I like doing business, okay? No surprises. Uh, you know, there have been a couple times where I've gotten the phone call, hey, Charlie, you're going to need a, you know, that type of a thing. But I get the phone call. You know, if you, if you think I need it, put it in because I trust him, all right? That's what you're looking for. Get to know the person. Get to know the business. Talk to your friends. Talk to your neighbors, all right? I'm not, because of uh, many, many different things, I'm not a big fan of the internet and Yelp and all that kind of stuff. Why? Because the people generally that have good experiences don't do reviews. Yeah. They really don't. Mm -hmm. People who have bad experiences do reviews. 
you know, it's just like any business. We have customers, you know, 99% of our customers love us. Then there's 1%. Sometimes, quite frankly, we let them down. And I've tried to make it right. Or sometimes they were off base, and I'm not going to move. But it's worth talking about. Get to know the people that you're doing business with. And it's just not the car business. Do you have any uh, stories to share on a bad repair experience? Yeah, it was a long, long time ago. I lived for five years out in California. I had bought something called a Mitsubishi GT uh, 3000GT VR4. It was a 91. In any event, long st- I, I could go on for hours on this. Um, bought it. Uh, I didn't get the extended service plan. <laughs> Big mistake. Um, <clears throat> in any case, uh, about four months into ownership, and just literally, I'm not kidding, 400 miles out of warranty, the transmission let go, and it's a, it's a manual transmission. So I had the car towed in, and the service manager called, Mr. Zeltner, are you sitting down? And that's never a good phone call, okay? All right, so uh, what they found was that the um, third gear in it had let go and just destroyed the transmission. Well, you kind of need a clutch, too. Now, this is the dealership that I just bought the car at four months ago, all right? Um, And this was back in 1997, uh, transmission is eleven thousand dollars, and your clutch is twelve hundred dollars. And I'm I'm looking at financial ruin for real. Yeah, I could put it on a credit card, but I'll never see the light of day after that. In any event, um, I called the the general manager of the dealership, explained that I just purchased the car. I also called Mitsubishi, and it was all civil, and people were understanding, very helpful. And the way this finally ended up. Okay, was the dealership and Mitsubishi would install a new transmission and I would be ins- responsible for the clutch at $1,200. Now, the car legally was out of, out of warranty, okay? No question about that. But that was a very sobering transaction where that could have ended very poorly. And I've always remembered that transaction because I know how I felt so when when there's something that we can do to help people, we absolutely do it. So with your experience, is buying an, an extended warranty a good idea? I always say yes. I know Consumer Reports says no, okay? Now, let's just juxtapose that with, oh, I don't know, automobile insurance. You pray you never have a crash, okay? Because when you do, you're going to lose. You'll never make out. Okay, look at it this way, all right? If I had had an extended service plan on that Mitsubishi, mm-hmm. all right, it would have worked out a little differently. It's good. Here's the policy. Go have fun. Ever since then, I've purchased that. Now, a lot of people say, well, I'll probably never use it. You know what? You're probably right. But with all the computers and how technically complex these cars are right now, you want to consider that it's cheap insurance for repairs that, you know, are just insanely expensive sometimes. Um, uh, Did not happen at Boss Auto, but a um, 
very expensive uh, Mercedes engine actually did fail. It was a $32,000 repair that the warranty company did pick up. I'll never forget that. And is it is it a better idea on those uh, expense, expensive cars like German cars? Oh, gosh. I, I would suggest it on any car, uh, you know, within reason. Um, you know, I have it on my Grand Cherokee because it's got an air ride suspension and it's got computer after computer, and I love my Grand Cherokee. Now, you know, if somebody said, Charlie, you, do you really think that I need a an extended service plan on a fairly new Honda Civic LX? Based on my experience, the answer would be no. Okay, I'd always offer it, but you know, honestly, I don't think so. But when you get into more expensive cars, yeah, you do. You really do. Cool. Um, can you tell us more about Mike's Auto Body uh, and what is the address and phone number? Sure. Uh, Mike's Auto Body, God, I love that place. Uh, been in business over 60 years, okay? That's uh, <laughs> basically how old I am. Um, its address is 503 Quincy Avenue in Braintree, uh, right down by the shipyard. Neat place. It's 781-848-9486. And Mark and Sydney are the managers there, and they'd love to be able to help. Uh, they certainly work with every insurance company. Um, uh, rental cars are available. Uh, repairs, uh, my goodness, they'll repair a, you know, an 04 something or other all the way up to a, you know, $250,000 whatever. Um, certainly worth coming on by. The estimates are always free and very timely and uh, can solve uh, all your body shop needs. Guys, have you written this down? It is 503 Quincy F, Braintree, Massachusetts. The phone number would be 781-848-9486. It works with major insurance companies and it gives free estimates. Um, thank you for being with, with us, Charlie. Uh, it's nice to have you here today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Susan. I enjoyed. Thank you for tuning in to 95.9 WATD. We will be here at the same time next Saturday. If you missed our show, you can always find it online. Google Bossado Show Podcast and listen to it anywhere, anytime. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Auto Show. Come back next week after the news at noon here on 95.9 WATD.